Good afternoon and welcome to Revitalise 2020. I am your sister, I am your friend, I am your host, I'm your next step coach. This is Lulu Lincoln. Revitalise 2020 is brought to you by teachingmums.com. We have Bibles on sale, okay? Go over there now, teachingmums.com and the Everyday Life Bible with a commentary by Mrs. Joyce Myers, the one that I've been using for our daily devotionals, um, using the scriptures and the notes at the back to support our daily devotionals. If you would like a copy of your own, you can buy yourself a copy today. Postage and packaging is completely free. Um, just UK at the moment, um, but head over to teachingmums.com today to have a look at the Flutterby gift shop where all of these things are available to you. So, we have been looking at taking care of the body and I'm going to make my declaration of faith so you know the premise and the context in which I am sharing the word with you and the gospel. I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again on the third day. I believe that Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation and the only way to obtain eternal life. I believe that there is a heaven and I believe that there is a hell. I believe in the power of tongues. I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit, the working of miracles, and I believe in healing. I believe that the Holy Spirit is Lord and God. And I believe that if you give your life to Jesus today, you will never look back. I'm going to pray the prayer of salvation with you and I'm going to say a line and then you repeat that line after me and on doing this you will be a member of the body of Christ and you will have the gift of eternal life. Father, you love the world so much that you gave your only begotten son to die for our sins so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Your word says we are saved by grace through faith as a gift from you. There is nothing we can do to earn salvation. I believe and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is your son, the saviour of the world. I believe he died on the cross for me and bore all of my sins paying the price for them. I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead and that he is alive today. I am a sinner and I am sorry for my sins and I ask you to forgive me. By faith I receive Jesus Christ now as my Lord and Saviour. I believe that I am saved and will spend eternity with you. Thank you Father I'm so grateful in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Welcome to the family. So um, we are on episode 12 or 13. And honestly, God has been moving phenomenally in our lives, in my life, in the my husband's life, my, my daughter's life, you know, in our home. There have been challenges. Because if you step out, you are exposing yourself to opposition. 
But I want to thank God because he has been with us every step of the way. And even on our hardest days, we are secure and our foundation in him is firm. And he is our very present help in our time of need. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Holy Spirit, would you use me again today that I will share your word truthfully, accurately, but also in such a way that people would be ministered to right now as they hear your words. Father, as I speak, enable me to um, to withhold my own opinion and share the truth. You are God alone, and I, I don't know how to function without you. But what I, what I ask you for is grace in this season, that your children will prosper. Help me to be used by you. To be used by you, but also for people to grow, um, draw closer to you. You are God and you are kind. And I thank you for this opportunity, Lord. And I do not take it lightly. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, I didn't get to mention it before. But if you haven't already joined a local church, now that you are a believer, find a church to become a member of. You're part of the, the body of Christ. Join your local church. Find out what they're doing in the community. As always, you are more than welcome to attend Maranatha Ministries. If you are based in the UK, you're in London. Maranatha Ministries is in South London, in Clapham Common, SW40DE. The senior founding pastors of this ministry are Dr. Reverend Friedrich Muir and Mrs. Constance Muir. We'd love to have you worship with us on a Sunday at 1030 on a Tuesday at 7.30 and a Friday evening at 7.30. You are more than welcome. But now that you are a Christian and you are part of the body, find a church, um, a Bible-believing, spirit-filled church to encourage others and to be encouraged, to teach others and to be taught and to strengthen your faith as often as you um, can assemble with them. Amen. Yes, so we've been looking at taking care of the body and yesterday we looked at the um, Old Testament and we finished with Jeremiah 30 verse 17 and we'll just be looking at the New Testament today because with a slightly newer format it's just to spend time praying, more time praying for you and um, listening to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, so I can share that with you, and also so that we don't get overwhelmed with scriptures, because we can look at the Old Testament on one day, and then the New Testament on another day, and then in your own time, you know, my opinion is not the final and only opinion, nor is my interpretation um, the only one, and I really believe that the Holy Spirit, you know, the Lord himself inspires me, he can also inspire you as you read the word yourself. So as always, unless I say otherwise, I'm using the everyday 
Life Bible with a commentary by Joyce Meyer. And you are welcome to purchase a copy for yourself um, at teachingmums.com in the Flutterby gift shop. So I'll go through the scriptures. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 13. 1 Corinthians 6 um, verse 19 and 20. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 23. 1 Peter 5 verse 8. 3 John, it's a little John, chapter 2. This um, topic, we're looking at taking care of the body, part 2. So 1 Corinthians 6 verse 13. Food is intended for the stomach and the stomach for the food, but God will finally end the functions of both and bring them to nothing. The body is not intended for sexual immorality, but is intended for the Lord, and the Lord is intended for the body to save, to sanctify, and raise it again. So this scripture is used time and time again, and I dare say that it's used correctly or incorrectly because I don't think I'm in a position to say that. But I really want to encourage you that, you know, the Bible does not admonish us not to eat. Of course, if you're fasting, that's different. But I just feel really strongly that there's nothing wrong with us enjoying the food that we are given and that we are able to consume. However, there is nothing more important than the Lord himself. And even though our body was made to be um, nourished and um, fed, to grow, to develop, it's very, very important that we understand, it says here, that God will finally end the functions of both and bring them to nothing. Ultimately, our bodies belong to the Lord. So we have to be very careful with what we do with our bodies whilst we still have the opportunity to control what we eat because one day we'll be called home and we won't have control over really what happens to what we eat because when we die we will not be in our mortal bodies and so you may have a a wide access to a lot of resources which allows you to eat and drink whatever you want But when we're walking in wisdom, we have to be careful in that we don't want our appetite to control our entire lives. Now, I explained to you briefly that I have been working on going meat-free since September. I still have an appetite for meat, but I I am still training myself to cook other things, work around it, and try and find a way to move forward and control that part of me because I know that it isn't good for me in the same way it says here that the body is not intended for sexual morality but it's intended for the Lord we may have an appetite for something but so far as it's outside the will of God for example sex outside of marriage is outside of the will of God adultery and fornication is outside of the will of God any um, sexual activity outside the purposes and plans of God God deems immoral And this scripture is talking about two kinds of appetite, sexual appetite and physical appetite. But right in the middle is our emotional appetite, because sometimes our emotional appetite can um, manipulate 
our physical appetite and because we're feeling a certain way especially for women we may eat more or less because we're not feeling ourselves or we're feeling out of sorts in the same way an emotional appetite or an emotional void can also set us up for failing in the area of um our sexual choices so i really believe that even though we're talking about taking care of our body in terms of the physical sense and what we eat the spiritual dimension is encouraging us to make wise choices wherever our bodies are concerned. Exercise, food, um, sexual health choices. It's really, really important that we, um, we commit ourselves to being committed. Now, what I mean by that is there are a lot of, lot of people here who um, are listening who are single and sexually active. Now... I've learned the hard way and I can fully understand why sex is reserved for marriage. And one of the reasons sex is reserved for marriage is because marriage is supposed to be a safe and a secure place to explore and fulfill and have sexual desires fulfilled. Outside of marriage, there's no safety net. Now, remember what I said, what I said to you right at the beginning of the episode, my opinion is not the only opinion. But what I have seen that has worked is people who are sexually active within their marriage, the confines of marriage and the safety, love and security of a marriage are able to enjoy the gift that God gave them. Sex outside of marriage, and this is my own personal experience, leads to complete and utter chaos because you're constantly having to either look over your shoulder if you're in a relationship with somebody that's already pledged or committed to another person, you are constantly having to address your sexual health choices because you may be at risk from STIs or an unplanned pregnancy. Um, you are also regularly opening your heart up to somebody who may or may not be committed. Now, I don't consider myself to be an expert in this field, but I am an expert of heartbreak. <laughs> believe me and what the lord wants more than anything is that you would use your body for him that's the point of this scripture i'm not going to tell you how to live your life i can tell you what i've done that has failed miserably and i'm telling you now with my hand on my heart um the lord sets things up in the way he does for a reason and sex within marriage works you are safe your husband is safe The Lord will honour you and bless you for deciding to commit to the Lord and then commit sexually to um, your spouse. But whilst you're single and you're waiting, committing your body fully to the Lord, that he would use it to do the things that he wants to do. It's hard to take because we all have sexual desire. We all have um, a physical appetite. But would you eat something just because you felt like it? Probably not. And I think, you know, Paul has been very, very wise in keeping the physical and sexual appetite in the same scripture because both of them are needs. Both needs have to be met, but they have to be managed in a way that honours God. Whatever we, what, when, however we eat or drink, whatever we eat or drink, we do it for the glory of the Lord. And your body is there for the Lord to use, for your spouse to enjoy and to be kept sacred and set apart 
And if this is an area that you feel that you've made mistakes in, as I have made mistakes in, let me tell you something. The Lord is on your side and he will strengthen you and he will open your eyes to see your worth and your value, that you would be able to live out the commitment to him that you so desire. And may he reward you with a spouse so that you have the freedom to enjoy sexual fulfillment within marriage. Amen. Amen. Let's go to verse 19 and 20 in the same chapter. Do you not know that your body is the temple, the very sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who lives within you, whom you have received as a gift from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price, purchased with a preciousness and paid for, made his own. So then honour God. (laughs) And bring glory to him in your body. So this is probably the most beautiful way to try and say all I was saying in 150 lines. It's just being said in two lines. You were purchased at a high price and Jesus' blood was shed that you would live. And so your body belongs to the Lord and you're so valuable to him. He wouldn't want you to destroy it by over or under eating or not eating right putting excessive alcohol or drugs into your body. He also doesn't want you at risk from STIs or from um, sexual abuse or exploitation or being used sexually um, by another person. He doesn't want you involved in sexual trauma or pornography. You're so valuable to him. So valuable to him that he wants you to himself to keep you safe, pure and whole. What you did before today doesn't even matter because you're forgiven. But what we do from today onwards is very important. You're so valuable. Uh, You're so valuable and the Lord desires to honour you. But he wants your time He wants your resources and he wants your desire to be on him. That he may prosper you and love you in this season. And when he sees fit, if you were listening and you were single, he will give you somebody that deserves the gift of your sexual desire. It's very, very important to him. Holy Spirit, have your way. And surround the women listening that they would be challenged but also changed and restored to the fullness of the life that you've planned for them to have. Oh, God. Yeah, your body's special to the Lord and he wants you to keep it in such a way that you have no regrets. No regrets. Let's keep going. First Thessalonians 5 verse 23. Thessalonians is directly after Colossians. Okay. First Thessalonians 5 verse 23. And may the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through separate you from profane profane things make you pure 
and wholly consecrated to God. And may your spirit and soul and body be preserved, sound and complete and found blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Yes, you see, this is testifying to what I just said. The Lord desires for your spirit, soul and body to be to be preserved and complete. The Lord doesn't want you broken or hurt or fractured or um, ill or having to deal with um, unplanned pregnancies or um, abortions or um, mm, a broken heart because sex outside of marriage fragments the soul like nothing else because the Bible says every sin is outside of the body but sexual sin involves your body. And it affects and offends your own body. Where there is no commitment, there is chaos. Chaos. The Bible says that you can't serve two masters because you'll love one and hate the other. Be committed to just one person. In a home, in a safe place, in a marriage where you will flourish. And I know that marriages are hard. I know. Oh, my goodness. But you just take one day at a time and you do your best and you love today. And then when you wake up tomorrow, you do your best and you love again tomorrow. And the Lord himself will give you grace and strength to manage your marriage. To be married is a gift. But for those of you who are listening, who are single, the Lord will give you strength to live the way that he desires for you to live. Because it's it's not easy. But if he didn't think you could do it, he wouldn't ask you to. You're valuable and you're precious to him. First Peter. Chapter 5. Verse 8. First Peter. Chapter 5. Verse 8. Be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind, be vigilant and cautious at all times, for that enemy of yours, the devil, roams around like a roaring lion in fierce hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. The enemy's waiting for you to have a day where you're so hungry that you'd eat anything. He's waiting for a day where you're so lonely that any type of sexual um, gratification will do. But the Lord has asked me and he has asked you to go up a level higher. Put your desire on him and in him that he would satisfy the desire of every living thing, including you including me and that we would be sober of mind and be vigilant and be mindful that all the enemy wants to do is to destroy us and if we are aware of that we think carefully about the choices that we make because one poor choice in the area of our um, sex lives could ruin a whole generation a marriage a career someone else's marriage 
a poor um, choice in terms of our health, our, um, what we put into our bodies, it could kill us. I know there's things that if I continue to eat them, it will kill me. Now, if I have that sobriety about me, that that is the potential risk and consequence of something that I can avoid doing, my goodness, why wouldn't you stop? So there's things I know I just can't eat and, I, and I'm not bound to it by religiosity, but I have the freedom to say no. And that's the grace that I need that will enable me to say no. And the grace of God in your life will enable you to say no to some physical or sexual or emotional desire that is not going to bring glory to God. That's the will and purpose for God, um, of God in your life, that you would have used that grace that he's bestowed upon you to say no to the things that are not of God. Third John 2. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in every way and that your body may keep well, even as I know your soul keeps well and prospers. That's the last scripture. And I love the word because it just does what it says. And and my, 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 doesn't it feel good? The Lord desires for you to keep well and prosper in every way. And as your soul prospers, that you would also prosper. The Lord does not desire for you to be ill, lonely, poor, sick. That's not the Lord's plan. What he really wants is for you to be satisfied by the things that can never run out. Food runs out. Sexual desire can run out. But if you are satisfied by the love of the Lord and the grace of the Lord, it can never run out. So therefore, you will always be satisfied. So may your health and your body prosper as your soul prospers today. Let's pray. Father, there is no sin in my life that you have not forgiven and have not seen. And I thank you that you've forgiven me of all my unrighteous acts of old things that were my doing, things that were not my doing, things I was involved in, things I've seen, things I did wanted to see. Father, things I wanted to do, I wanted to indulge in sin and you forgave me and you have redeemed and restored me to that sob- sobriety of mind, Father, to allow me to be vigilant and continue to strengthen me to make good choices regarding my health, And to bless me within my own home and marriage. I pray, Father, that for married women listening, that they will be fully satisfied within the safety of their marriage sexually. And that there'd be no sexual gratification outside of their marriage, Father, outside of their marital beds. I pray for the single women listening, widowed, divorced, for whatever reason that you are single now. I ask the Lord that the Lord himself would minister to you and strengthen you. And so far as he said, it's not good for man to be alone, that the Lord himself would release a husband to you, that the two of you can become one 
and you would also have the safety of marriage to explore and have your sexual desires fulfilled within the safety of marriage. Father, for people whose bodies have been exploited or corrupted through childhood sexual abuse or trauma, anything along those lines that has scarred people and ruined their sexual identity from a young age, would you restore them and build those walls back up that they would see sex and food for what they really are? They're not to control or manipulate us. They're not to be the Lord in our lives. You are the Lord in our lives. Heal them completely. That trauma will be far from them and they will be completely well, completely whole, completely restored. Completely restored from childhood trauma surrounding sexual sexual abuse and exploitation. From the... the, 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 the from being ravaged by pornography as teenagers, Father. Hallelujah. Help them to unsee the things that they have seen. Father, come in now. And as they seek to take care of their body, Father, let it encompass all things, spirit, soul, body, mind. Restore all those things to what they once were that your daughters would live and dwell in yeah in your glory in your glory 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 May your daughters live and dwell and walk in your glory. Restore them to what they once were before they were wounded, God, that they would prosper for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So you've been listening to Taking Care of Your Body, part two. This is Revitalized 2020. I am your sister, I am your friend, I am your host, I am your next step coach. This is Lulu Lincoln on Revitalize 2020 and this episode has been brought lovingly lovingly to you by teachingmums.com. Head on over there today and get yourself a Bible, walk in the Lord daily, read his word, commune, pray, talk to him. So that when he calls you home, you can really, really say that you lived your life well for him. Amen. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. I love you. Bye bye.